This is Consumer Friend. Welcome to the season three premiere of the Consumer Friend podcast. We are your trusted guide through the ever-changing landscape of consumer rights and protection. I am your host, Adam Carter, and I can't wait to dive into another exciting season of Consumer Rights. With me, as always, is the hero, the mastermind of consumer rights, the empress of the consumer rights universe, the master, the shortest person on the planet, Louise Baxter, MBE. Hi, Lou. Marvellous. Thanks, Adam. I'm delighted to be back. Oh, it's been so long. I know. I might just say we haven't seen each other, but that would be a lie. <laughs> I think we promised our listener that we'd be back uh, by the beginning of October. But we told them as well that that would be a lie because we said we wouldn't. We'd pretend that and then that wouldn't happen. When did we stop? Was it August? I don't know. Did we have a month or We've had know. a little bit longer than a month. It was... No, it was. I'm pretty sure it was before that. Midsummer. It must have been midsummer. I don't know. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Did you Did you have a lovely summer? Oh, it feels like a long time ago now. The weather wasn't particularly good. Yeah, I did. I had a lovely holiday. I spent some time with my kids. It was all good. You? Uh, I spent a lot of it with you, to be fair, Adam. I spent quite a bit of it with you, so... Yeah, <laughs> it was quite upsetting. Yeah, that's the that's the sad bit. Uh, we did quite well. No, was it quite exciting? We uh, wrote the new e-learning training, didn't we? So we've done so much consumer friend wise. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly right. We have. Mm-hmm. Well done the- for bringing it back to subjects like it. Website rebrand, new fancy schmancy colours. So we've rebranded the website. We have got some very lovely colours, some uh, inclusive colours there. So we've got, we've got some blues and some peaches and stuff. It's also, we uh, when we did test it out to see which was more user-friendly and, and which was most more aesthetically friendly and user-friendly. And Florence, who was our testing group, who is 13, said the peach and the blue worked much better than the green. And I have to agree, the website is much better. So if you haven't been onto the website for a very long time, because the first time you went onto it, you thought this is quite a horrible website. It is now not quite a horrible website. It's a very lovely, beautiful website. The initial website was designed by me and I am in no way a website designer. But the new website has been designed by a actual proper professional. I quite like the first website. I thought you did a really good job. I was a little bit Thank at all. You, I was. I was like, wow, you are so clever. Thank you. Thank you very much. I know, very but it's kind. got lots of exciting stuff on it, though, hasn't it? It's got a business audit, it really has. vulnerability, it's got some blog posts, it's got some new material, and we're going to be creating more new material around things like uh, unfair contract terms, non-delivery of goods, all of this exciting new material that will be going onto the website soon. There is some more fun stuff on the website and there is more fun stuff going to be put on it over the next couple of months. Now, Louise, what have we got coming up in season three of our podcasts? Right. Can we just before we did just cover off as well how exciting your e-learning is and how excited you were to create videos with little Adam <laughs> in the corner? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. We can discuss that. Okay. So as Consumer Friend, we have been delivering consumer vulnerability training to the new home sector for the last year or so would you say and social housing and a bit of funeral provision haven't we a bit of funeral providers we've done a little bit yeah so what i mean we're not in we're 
7,000 people around? Yeah, yep. Talking about, talking about 7,000 people on consumer vulnerability, why they should be considering consumer vulnerability when they're interacting with their clients, service users, whatever, customers, consumers, whatever you want to call them, and how they should be providing inclusive services for all consumers, therefore improving their reputation and ultimately their bottom line. Well, no, do you know what? Actually, scrap all that. It's a four. It's not, it's not about that. It's about doing the right thing and it's what's best for consumers. People get Louise. I love then. to. I love to think the idea is that we're doing it for the right reason, and 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 that's why we're doing it. Is that would that be fair to say? Uh, the conversation Adam and I have quite a lot of the time is it's all right for people <laughs> to make money, Louise. <laughs> I I. But it's true. People have got mortgages to pay for. We can't ever do everything for free. You've you've come from a, a lifetime of working for government organisations that don't rely on the bottom line that are being funded, not not actually looking for profit. So you kind of shirk, you go, oh, that's wrong. People should be making money out of other people. No, I don't think that. I just think people should do the right thing all the time. I think moralistically, people should make sure that consumers, no matter what the situational marketplace vulnerabilities are supported and that shouldn't be exploited. That's what I think. So yes, we have created the e-learning package on the back of the consumer vulnerability training that we've been doing for the last year. It's available on the website. Actually, it's available through a link on our website. So if you or your business wants to get involved, go and have a look, drop us an email, and I'm sure we can arrange a package for you. Louise, you want to sell it anymore? No. Done it. I have create I have created it. There's a little Adam and there's a little Louise talking to people about consumer vulnerability. Really little Adam. Tiny, tiny, tiny little Adam. (laughs) Which brings me joy. Brings me so much joy. And we're going to carry on doing those uh, actual virtual sessions to to real people throughout the course of the year as well. We have a a webinar coming up on the 23rd of November, which is uh, free for people to attend at if people want to come and join us, just have a look on our socials and you can just find the link on there and come along to our webinar. Meet us, talk to us a little bit about consumer vulnerability. Yeah, it's targeted at the new home sector, but I guess there's no reason why anyone can't come along to it. Well, we're well interested and quite funny, so I'd go. Oh, in fact, I am. Yeah, <laughs> you're speaking, Louise. <laughs> and do I not speak, Adam? Right, okay, so this is obviously the introduction to Season 3 podcast. Louise, what have we got coming up over the next 12 episodes, or 11 episodes? So much interesting stuff. So, there we've got, we're going to do obviously some more work and some more talking around retrofitting and energy efficiency, especially like some of the stuff that's the moves from the government in the fact that they don't seem to be making it as important as they used to. So we're going to be inviting some guests back on to talk to us about how you embark on that energy efficiency journey. We're probably going to cover off some stuff around buying safe goods, especially around Christmas time, around um, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, those sorts of things. Um, what else do we say? We could do unfair contract terms. Now, that sounds boring. We're going to make that interesting. We're going to make that interesting. I think we... We promised to do that in the last series and we, we, ran we didn't out of- because we thought it was going to be too boring. <laughs> We've also got to be in the right headspace to make unfair contract terms interesting. That's the difficulty. Um, we'll do that. Uh, we'll do... I'm all chucking some other things along the way. But that's basically it. So energy efficiency again, finding a good trader as usual around those things. How do you start that journey? What What's new in that space? 
um, some topical issues around like unsafe goods. What are we seeing coming in? How can you make sure you're protected when you're buying stuff? And anything topical that the news picks up or that we pick up. A bit on scams, obviously, because that's what we do know quite a lot about. And there's a lot of new scams at the moment. The latest stats are showing that 40% of all uh, reported crime is, is fraud and scams. And actually, we're just seeing more and more and more of that coming. Also, in relation to green energy as well, aren't we? We're seeing a lot of green energy scams. So, again, it's quite topical. So, we will talk a little bit about that, teach you how to keep yourself safe, how to get the best deal, how to get what you need. But we're also going to do a little bit around retrofitting as well. We're going to stick our standard two retrofit podcasts in there, aren't we? Aren't we, Louise? Yeah, and squirrels, obviously. And we're not going to talk about squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> uh, imagine if we just did a whole episode on squirrels I'd love that, I love squirrels uh, I think I've used up my amazing squirrel fact <sighs> I think you did, but I do tell everybody else that fact It is a good one, is a good one. We could do one on like mathematical riddles Because that's the other thing we both quite like You're better at them, I'm better at finding them and writing them You're better at doing them <laughs> You're better at finding them and sending them to me So that I can so do that you them. can do them Yeah, that's my role <laughs> in, this rela- in this riddle relationship, Adam <laughs> Okay, fine, 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 fine. I'm not selling us. We don't. We talk about squirrels and math riddles. We sound like we're really fun up highs. We sound like geeks. Okay, right, brilliant. Looking forward to season three of the Consumer Friend Podcast. Before we go, I wanted to talk to you about something that I've done a little bit of research on over the last couple of weeks. You've got some stats around stats. I haven't got any stats. It's more of a it's more of a history lesson. So do you know how consumer rights actually started? I'm going to Google it right now. No. No, no, no. That's not fair. No, you're not Googling it right now. That's not fair. That's not right. There's one person that's been heralded as the champion of consumer rights. And do you know who that person is? No. John F. Kennedy. Oh, there's a, pro- there's a Netflix program on about him at the moment, isn't there? Okay, so JFK was the, was the, basically the author of the four fundamental principles of consumer rights. In 1962, he gave a speech to Congress talking about consumer rights and how consumers should be empowered and how they should have the right to make informed decisions and informed choices. It was very, very Ooh, good. I might have to watch that now. I will Google that and watch that. I can't imagine that any of this is going to be on the JFK documentary because he was obviously famous for quite a few other things other than the birth of consumer rights, which has probably been lost in the annals of history. Yeah, that's fine. We can do it. It'll be on YouTube. I'm sure everything's on YouTube, isn't it? <laughs> Everything is on YouTube. So, but in terms of the UK, what did we have before we had trading standards? Uh, we didn't, really. But trading standards started, like weights and measures, started with like the Magna Carta. Yes, Yes, weights and measures. So it started in the early 17th century. And then there was a Weights and Measures Act of... 1970s? 1824. Was it? Pete would know that. Pete would have known that. Pete, 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 who we work with, would know that, definitely. And Weights and Measures kind of merged into trading standards when... When did the Chartered Trading Standards Institute start? Well, I don't know. That's 50s, well, actually, 60s. I, think, I think it was the Trading Standards Institute originally, wasn't it? Yeah. Was not Chartered? 50s, 60s? 1956. Oh, see? Close. I was right on that one. That's good. Done well, done well. And then, obviously, Trading Standards started in 1956. 
Then there was that 1962 speech by JFK to American Congress, which talked about the four rights, which were the right to safety, the right to be informed, the right to choose and the right to be heard. Yep. They then expanded that to another four rights, and that was the right to satisfaction of basic needs, the right to redress, so getting your money back if something goes wrong. Mm-hmm. The right to consumer education. So that's what we're here. Yes. Right to consumer education. Consumer education as well, and that's fallen off. And so therefore, we are filling the gap. We are supporting the market to fill a gap in the market. And By also, the last one about on right, a podcast. Basically. The last one was a right to a healthy environment. So then we had training standards, and over time, we had acts that uh, helped yep. protect consumers. Weights and measures. I can't remember what the other ones were. Consumer um, Taylor Goods Act, Supply and Goods and Services Act, which all led to the Consumer Rights Act in 2015. 2015. So 2015, the Consumer Rights Act changed mm-hmm. everything. And that was as a result of the kind of the new digital world that we're in as well. So they added in digital content and things like that. So yeah, it replaced Unfair Contract Terms Act 1977, uh, Goods Act 1979, the Supply of Goods and Services Act 1982. There were literally a hundred pieces of Some of those are still included and still at play. Okay, there there were a hundred pieces of consumer-related legislation which caused some inconsistency and ambiguity. It was also struggling to keep pace with technology and retail practice. So that's where we find ourselves today in 2015 with the Consumer Rights Act, protecting all consumers. How amazing is that? Wow. Yes, yeah, still very complicated. So the simplification hasn't been quite as successful as they would hope, but we have got lots. There are, I think it's 250 different pieces of legislation and regulations that trading standards potentially could enforce. So there's loads of things out there to protect your consumer rights and to ensure that you get a fair deal. We're just here to try and make the ones that you need to know about a little bit clearer and highlight them to you. In the edit, I'm going to try and make that make sense, but I'm not really sure it's going to happen I, th- I feel like i've missed out a hell of a lot between 1962 and 2015 i don't think we didn't have time i didn't have time to go through it all people just go and search it yourself go and search sake. it yourselves do I, do I have to do everything no a history teacher i'm a squirrel teacher i'm a squirrel teacher <laughs> I've missed out the Environmental Protection Agency. I've missed out so many different things. I wouldn't worry. Basically, what you're doing, you're summarising it. You're basically saying consumer rights started with people saying these key facts and then the law has evolved and and changed. And it grew. It grew. And now, actually, it's important. But then again, when we talk about consumer education, uh, it used to be a, like a front function of trading standard services and it's been stripped back so much now. So we're lacking in education, which is, again, our unique selling. Why are we here to try and help people understand the law and educate people? So that's a good thing. It reminds right. me as well, because otherwise I just forget why we're here as well. <laughs> I just, I'm just turning up for a chat every couple just of weeks. Just to hang out and just record our chats rather than just have the chats. <laughs> Okay, I think we'll leave it there. Looking forward to season three with you, Louise. Uh, yes. <laughs> oh, and you are you're looking. Are you looking forward to it with you as well? Okay, good. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, yep. Yeah, stay tuned. We're going to be here for the next three or four months. I don't know however long it's going to take. We are always available on the website. There's a contact us form. You can email us at info at consumerfriend.org.uk. 
Please listen, we've got your back. It's your money, your voice, your rights. So let's get going. Thank you for joining us on the journey to empower consumers. I hate empower. Thank you for educate. joining us on to the journey educate. to educate consumers. Don't forget to subscribe. Stay engaged with us at www.consumerfriend.org.uk. Follow us on socials and get in touch with us. Thank you very much, Louise. Thank you, Ab. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. This is Consumer Friend.